You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our first guest today is Tom Stringer. We're going to get with him in just a minute, but this show is brought to you by our advertisers, and they are Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, SunUp Group, and we support various Orange County nonprofits. To connect with me on LinkedIn, I am Richard Rick, R-I-C, Franzi. That's F-R-E-N-Z-I. CEO Peer Groups is our Twitter handle. And on your favorite podcasting software, type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll be able to get our weekly uploads of the various shows that we do that we stream live here on octalkradio.net. Finally, don't miss our YouTube channel. It's Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. All right, as I said, Tom Stringer, he's one of the founders of Two different companies, Freedom Management Companies. One, Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And the other property? Well, Freedom Management owns and operates uh, two retirement communities, continuing care retirement communities, Freedom Village in Lake Forest and the Village in Hemet. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about you before we talk about the properties. Tell us about your background and how did you get into this industry? Well, I had um, many failures before I found something that was good. I was in education for about 10 years. Then I got in, involved in construction, uh, was a, a builder, um, had a real estate company, um, actually had a leasing company and a uh, cable TV interconnect company. And I um, had uh, some friends of mine that were involved in this industry, and I flew back to Florida, saw what they did. We came out here put a partnership together, and the rest is history. Why did you fly to Florida? Just because there's a lot of old people there? I mean, no, because the, the fellow that started it in California, he and his brother had been building them in Florida. So okay. we went to see an, um, a, a community in Florida. What year was that? 1984. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and so then when did you step into this industry full-time? Well, 1985, 1985. Uh, we formed our partnership. So it's 30 years. It's 30 years this hey, year. Hey, congratulations. Oh, thank huh? you. Thank so you. you were a really young man when you got into this space. Then. That's I was. I was. Yeah, you're still pretty young for this thing, huh? Well, uh, let's not talk about age here. <laughs> Why not? That's all we're here to talk about is age. That's all my good. Then we got nothing to talk about, Tom. That's not what we're talking about. The aging of the Americas, uh, which is a wonderful business trend for you, right? Right. So let, let's talk a little bit about um, both your properties. Help help the audience to understand you have one here in Lake Forest and the other one is? In Hammett, California. In Hammett, California. Right. Why Hammett? Hammett has a large population of retirees. And back in 1989, uh, we were looking for our second community. And so we went to uh, Riverside in Hammett and got a um, 12-acre piece of ground and, and built our community. So you bought raw land and you... And you built your community. Uh, in both cases, we bought the land. We got the entitlements. Uh, we designed it with the architect. We got the licensing okay from the Department of Social Service and Department of Health. Uh, we built it because three of us were general contractors. Okay. There were 10 of us who were partners that came together. We were all successful businessmen, and we all put our talents together. And we marketed it. Um, we filled it up. Uh, and we are still involved, four of the ten are still involved in the management of uh, the two communities. So uh, when you affectionately use the term, phrase, we filled it up, let's, how long does that, in your experience, how long did it take you, and is that relevant today? If you greenfield the property, how long does it take until you you have every room occupied? 
Well, I think, as you know, um, time means nothing, but timing means everything. And we m- moved into the community at uh, Lake Forest when Leisure World was 25 years old. So we sold out in six months and filled up in about six months. So wow. we moved people. That seems really fast. It Is was fast? fast. Well, we we had six months of pre-marketing. Um, we started in okay. January of 1985. Started construction in uh, June of 1986 and opened the doors in June of 1987. So, is there, was there an attraction to a new property versus an existing? Is that what you were saying with your reference to Leisure World? What was your point of differentiation there? Leisure World is the first stage retiree. They're 55 and above. They're looking for the golf course. They're looking for active, independent uh, things that that we also have, but we have uh, the advantage that we have health care on site. So our average age is in the late 70s, early 80s. And so people are looking for a vibrant environment, uh, activities, but they're also looking for the security of health care if they need it because because that's the age where things start to, to have problems. Right. Okay, well, we're talking with Tom Stringer, and we're talking about his two properties and the industry. Before we get there, can you share a little bit about kind of from your different entrepreneurial experiences, your guiding principle, your philosophy for what you're doing and how you're leading and growing your firm? Well, guiding principles are are interesting, but uh, we want our staff, our employees to treat, we, we treat our employees like we want them to, to treat our staff. Okay. And so the biggest thing that we do is communicate with our residents and develop a relationship with of trust with them. So when we have issues, they are informed about the issues, and we make decisions together. And that has been one of our biggest success, the relationships that we have with our residents and with our staff. Is it challenging to hire staff that thrive in that environment, that like it and want to work in it? It is very challenging. We are very successful at keeping our people. My executive director at Freedom Village in Lake Forest has been with me 28 years, Mary wow. Casino. My executive director for the village, uh, Valerie Machane, has been with us for 25 years. 42 people at the village have been with us over 10 years, and many of them over 15 to 20 years. And at Freedom Village, we have 52 of our employees that have been with us over 10 years. Is that for the industry, is that typical? See, that's totally different than what I would have expected, Tom. I wouldn't expected that that kind of. So, is that is that common in your industry, or is that something unique to what you you guys are doing in your culture? We we believe it's very unique. So many communities go through two or three ownership changes, lots of management changes. What we found is residents in this age group do not enjoy change. Right, that's what I'm thinking, man. So having 25 years of the same leader in the property is... It's very beneficial to us. I would think. Yes. Yeah, well, congratulations on that aspect. All right, well, we're going to take, I guess, our first commercial break. Wow, time has flown by. I can't believe that was 10 minutes already. Seems didn't seem like 10 minutes. But anyway, Tom Stringer, who is our guest, he's one of the co-founders of the Freedom Management Company with their two village, two, two properties, The Village and Freedom Village. We're going to take our first commercial break, but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to talk about an interesting demographic trend and how that affects his industry. So you're going to want to hear about this conversation after these words from our sponsors. 
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitment in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Hey, did you know that over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Tom Stringer is our guest. And as I told you before the tease, we're going to talk about a macroeconomic and actually aging trend. But before we do that, I just want to let you know that all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, literally several hundred former guests' websites whose CEO have been on our radio show and the companies put the interview on their platform. Each month, we reach an audience of over 15,000 with our podcast, and all you have to do is simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show to find our show on your favorite podcasting software. Okay, so I came across this stat, Tom. Help me to, let's talk this through. In 2013, 14% of the U.S. population was 65 degree, 65 degrees, 65 years or older, and the projection is that this age group will grow to 21% of the population by 2060. From an entrepreneur and business executive's perspective, what's this trend mean for your industry? 
Well, that's very clear. The graying of America will continue to create a demand for our services. And if you plugged in the 85 and above or the 75 and above, you would have much higher percentages. Where we're at right now is that every senior has the same choice, either plan ahead or pray that a crisis doesn't occur. Right now, 66% of us will need assisted living or skilled nursing in their lifetime. And 20% of us will need it for over three years. So we believe that a continuing care retirement community that offers independent living, assisted living, and skilled nursing offers the best answer for a senior's future needs. So we're not going anywhere, and there's a lot of people flooding into this marketplace. Right, it's supply and demand, right? Yes, yes. Okay, and we're going to talk about sort of the levels of care here in a minute here on Critical Mass Radio Show, streaming live on octalkradio.net. You know, what would you say, being in the industry, because we have business owners running companies with up to $100 million who maybe themselves or have family members who are coming to the age when they should start thinking about options. What do you say are the key issues an individual should consider when they're looking at senior living options? They need to look at the financial health of whatever community that they want to put their folks in or where they want to go. What's the debt on that community? And then that's that's extremely important. Why? Because it has an effect on what your monthly service fee increases are. If you have a lot of debt, then you have to make that mortgage payment first. Well, we have the lowest monthly service fee increases over the last 25 years because we don't have any debt. We've paid it off in our communities. Also, the levels of services that are offered, are they going to ask you to leave when you need more care? Try to go to a place that offers assisted living and skilled nursing. And then the permanence of ownership and management, I think, are extremely important because, as we talked about, seniors do not want to have change. And if you can have the same management, the same ownership, they feel very comfortable about that. Right. And um, speaking from the perspective of a son who had a mother in a in a skilled, I guess, a skilled nursing center, um, having the same people handling being with her was comforting as well. Because yes. whenever somebody new came in, there was always this learning curve and history that was lost, even though. There was some level of communication about the situation. It was sort of almost, I felt like we're starting all over again. Mm -hmm. So there was much more energy on our part, my brother and mine, to make sure that the caregivers understood kind of how we got where we are with my mother. So I I can see how if if there's the same people there all the time that your parent is there, it must be very comforting. We're talking with Tom Stringer. We're talking about his industry and his business. Okay, let me give you another statistic, Tom. In 2013, 3.4% of the 65-plus population, you talked about adding the older age group in that, were in institutional settings such as nursing home care. When you take a look at this population apart more carefully, you see that older the person gets, the more likely they are to move into an need institutional care environment. How do you, how do you plan for that? You, you let's talk about the different levels of senior care that you're that, that are offered in the industry and then specifically the freedom offers. Well, the different levels of care, um, you have independent living and in both of our communities we have about 250 apartment homes. And these are vibrant residents with services that make life easier. We have five-star dining, um, we have many many activities. Um, the wives don't have to cook anymore. There's no laundry. There's no cleaning of the apartment. No dishes to do. 
the activities. No dishes to do. Well, they don't do dishes. We do all the dishes oh, because man. they go to the dining room and. How old do you have to be before you move? <laughs> What's the youngest you can be before you get in there? Well, sixty. You got to be sixty, oh, okay. so you don't qualify. Not yet. Very soon, Ta- Paul. That's a different story for you. Okay. Anyway. Along with independent living, we have created uh, another. Uh, well, we, we have created another level of care, and we call it services for you. So we have caregivers, and at both communities, we have over forty of these caregivers that come in for an hour a day, maybe two hours a day, for somebody who's in in independent living, and they want to stay in independent living, but they need more care. And what we found is people are much happier when they're in the highest level of independence that they can be in. Right. And so with that services for you, we now keep them in independent living. If they have to go to uh, assisted living, assisted living is independent living with support. That's with help with dressing, bathing, medication management. We also have skilled nursing, which is full 24-hour convalescent care. And our mission in a continuing care community is to trans- transition our residents through all three levels of care. And in, in my own personal experience, my mom and dad both went through Freedom Village. My dad remarried, had a wonderful 14 more years with a lady that died at 97 in our community. Oh, wow. My wife's grandmother passed away when she was 101. Wow. Good Her, thing you're in this industry. It is. <laughs> wow. My wife's mother and stepdad moved in last year and in december her dad and stepmom are going to move in so it is a family environment that we have right well because you 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 gave uh earlier the percent of people that are going to need some type of assisted living and and care what i also hear then and what you read being in my late 50s is the daunting financial burden to that and i saw it firsthand with my mother frankly she was in a in a skilled care center and nursing care mm-hmm. I guess she had dementia and you know yes. she, she lives yes. to almost be 90 uh, she was there for quite a number of years uh, you have to really plan for that don't you you have to plan for it and one of the tremendous benefits of a continuing care community is that there is a lifetime guarantee that means when you move into our community and you're accepted financially and physically you can't get in if you're not able to live independently then no matter what happens to you physically or financially the village in Hemet or Freedom Village at Lake Forest will always be your home. We do how, not. How do you ask do that? Because it's it's somewhat of a, a self insurance program. There okay. is an entrance fee. The entrance fee can either be zero refund or it can be seventy five percent refund. So there okay. are various ones that you can have. Some people never use anything in the health center. Other people run out of money, and we maintain them in that community because that's part of our contract. We have to be uh, regulated by Department of Social Service. They know that we're financially able to do that. And as I told you, we don't have any debt. So it also allows us a lot of flexibility in providing that lifetime guarantee. We're talking with Tom Stringer. We just have a few minutes left, and I'm going to kind of go off the rails a little bit because I'm just curious about that in this area. Are there federal or state programs for people who, frankly, run out of money? If you are in a nursing home and you can go on Medi-Cal, then if you run out of money, you have to have only $2,000 in assets, and then you have to find a nursing home that you can go to. Um, Some of them are very fine. I believe ours is fantastic and our folks stay in just a wonderful environment and don't have to worry about going on those programs okay 
Wow. So, so you're you're actually independent from that. Your your commitment is to the individual. Our commitment is to the individual. Wow. That, that is that a point of differentiation for your brand in the space. We're the only one in the state of California that puts that in writing. Whose idea was that to do that? Well, we got this from Florida, and uh, there are 90-plus continuing care retirement communities in California. We we have two of them. We're very proud of them. Wow. Well, that that sounds like a tremendous point of differentiation. Hearing it for the first time from you, knowing what we just talked about relative to financing it, that sounds like a tremendous point of differentiation for you. It is. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm shocked. See, learn something new here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Tom Stringer is our guest. We're talking about his two properties, the Village and Freedom Village, which are continuing care and senior active living. Um, where's the growth? What's the future hope for you? What, what, what do you see? Well, we see ourselves uh, continuing to manage our two communities and, and possibly managing other ones. We're actively looking to manage other communities. We're bringing people on board. Uh, so that would be a situation where you take over the operations on somebody do. else's we property. Do. We've just done a lot of internal growth. Uh, we spent quite a bit of money uh, re- uh, redeveloping our, our, well, actually, we we redid all of the common areas and the apartments themselves, hmm. so we remodeled them. Uh, we put in um, four different dining venues, outside dining venues. We put a bistro in. Uh, we put in a new spa, a new health center, exercise area. So we've spent a lot of money keeping ourselves current, keeping ourselves looking like the newer communities. Right, because right, I, I would assume people's the amenities that the people want have changed over the years since 1985, 1986 to, to today, the Internet technologies, etc. Exactly. A lot of the technology, internets, Wi-Fi, uh-huh. uh, we have um, access in all the apartments. So it, it is it is something that you have to stay up the times, and I don't know how you look, but how you operate. Right. Well, let, so um, second to last question, then... I believe that, since I'm in my late 50s, that we're redefining age as, as our generation moves through that. Um, and so you've been in this space where you've seen uh, your first batch of people maybe weren't the boomers or were traditionalists. And are you seeing that the, that the people coming in today, the retirees, are different than the ones who, when you first got into this space, with different kind of view on life or activity or something? Exactly. They eat better. They exercise more. They're more aware they they are active. They get on the internet. Um, they ship their grandkids' uh, pictures or great grandkids' pictures to right. each other. And it, so yes, they are much different. They're active. They're independent, and they are going to live longer. Wow. Okay. So if someone wants to learn more about your firms, Tom, and your your properties, uh, Freedom Village and the Village, how do, how do they find you online? Well, the best way is we have two websites uh, for Freedom Village. It's freedomvillage.org. And for the village in Hammond, it's the village riversidecounty.com. But you could just Google Freedom Village and Lake Forest and the village in Hammond, and your the websites will come up. And I like the name Freedom as it relates to the industry that you're in. Was that a conscious decision? I mean, to me, it sounds like it's an empowering name for that phase of your life. It, it is, and that's that's what we wanted to trade off on. We want freedom for our residents. Right. Well, thank you very much for being a friend of the program, a guest on today. Welcome to the Critical Mass community, and thank you for doing what you're doing for the seniors here in Southern California. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our interview with Tom Stringer. We're going to take a short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. John Wetworth is our second guest here on Critical Mass. He'll be in the studio when we come back. See you in a few minutes. 
You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 